This week on In the Weeds with Jimmy Young, we travel to Holyoke, Massachusetts, a town of about 40,000 people just north of Springfield. Known as the birthplace of volleyball and where the Volleyball Hall of Fame is located. It's also where Alex Morse is mayor. At age 22, he was one of the youngest ever elected to public office. Now about to turn 30, eight years later, he's embracing the cannabis industry in his town, hoping to use the tax revenue to revive this former mill town just north of Springfield. He also joins me next on In the Weeds with Jimmy Young. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a very special edition of In the Weeds with Jimmy Young. We are here on location in Holyoke, Massachusetts, actually in the office of the mayor of Holyoke, Massachusetts, Alex Morse, and I'll be introducing you to him in just a moment. But a reminder, this podcast, once again, is available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Audio Boom, and of course, a video recording is being made for distribution on the weedtube.com. CLNSmedia.com is our flagship website of the Cannabis Multimedia Network, and we are very, very happy to be in Holyoke, Massachusetts, bringing this to you. As always, In the Weeds is sponsored and supported by the Revolutionary Clinics, now with two locations in the greater Boston area, one on 110 Fawcett Street in Cambridge in the Fresh Pond area, and the other at 67 Broadway in Somerville. Revolutionary Clinics, as you know, that's where the patient comes first, and they have some of the best and most educated patient advocates that I've met in any dispensary in Massachusetts. And just so you want to get to know maybe one of these patient advocates a little bit better. Here's Sarah telling us a little bit about why she loves what she does. It's the best job in the world. Um, So I was fortunate enough to get to be a teacher and a social worker before this. And there is nothing like having patients come back and say, I feel better. There's nothing better than getting to relate to your patients on the bad days and be there on the good. We, uh, being a patient advocate is a very special position because you are a pharmacist, you also get to work with the general public, and we're dealing with sick and scared people. Uh, Medical cannabis, adult use is great. Medical cannabis is a gift. And getting to work in this field is an absolute honor. But now it is time to talk with his honor, the mayor, Alex Morse from Holyoke, Massachusetts. First of all, Mr. Mayor, thank you so much for welcoming us not only into your town, but into your office. I love this here. Yeah, no, welcome to, welcome to Holyoke. We're always happy to host and glad you're in Holyoke today and talk about a really important topic. I appreciate that. And of course, um, one of the reasons why I am here is that, right, and, and I, I think it, it is amazing for someone my age who was a child of the 60s and 70s and the counterculture and the protest era and all that, um, my home state has it legal now. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'll be honest with you, and I, I'm all very honest on my show. I mm-hmm. confess to a lot of things that I've done over the years, and I just can't believe that it's happened here in Massachusetts. I give the voters credit for, and, and the normal group, you know, the mass can uh, folks that, uh, mm-hmm. um, have the National Organization of Reform Marijuana Laws that have been in this state now for almost 30 years, they've won. Mm. And yet there's still the battle of the stigma of it. There's still the uneducated masses. One of the things 
that I wave my flag about. Why aren't we seeing a public service announcement campaign about the benefits of cannabinoids? Again, you mentioned the farm bill. Hemp has 0.3% THC, the psychoactive chemical in the plant. Mm -hmm. It's the same plant. It's, they're gonna look the same, but one's gonna be producing a different quality of flower than the other. One mm -hmm. will have a psychoactive, one will not have a psychoactive <clears> component. <throat> um, why, is it, is it money? Is everything come down to money? Is it that the <laughs> Cannabis Commission just doesn't have it in their budget to put together this public service campaign? Or is there not a, uh, there is industry money because they're paying lobbyists in Washington mm -hmm. to, to move forward on, on more reform. Um, why do you think there's still that hesitancy to do a public education campaign? And you're talking about a public education campaign that that, that media I'm that focuses on on telling people what. Um, first of all, I, I, I get the law mm -hmm. that yes, we need to educate people about the law, but about what, how to use this stuff, mm -hmm. and what are the benefits of it, and if you do suffer <clears throat> from arthritis or you yeah. do suffer from uh, seizures. You can find relief using this product yes. medicinally. And, we, and a lot of that's been anecdotal, right? So it's a lot of folks from my generation educating our parents and our grandparents because we see our parents, our grandparents getting prescription after prescription and right. spending money on, you know, first, people are on just too many prescriptions and pills, right? I mean, right. doctors are just so happy to give you a pill. And, and we're so, our, we've internalized it so much that we only feel like we're addressing our issues if we have a pill to take to address it. And we think... It's improving and it's really not improving, but we've, right. we, the psychologically, we're very, just, yeah. The placebo effect's very effective when the doctor a, yeah. writes you the yeah. script. It's says, a whole, this will take care of it for it's you. It's a whole mind game. It's, mm -hmm. it's, and it's a whole mind shift that you need people to start thinking about, well, how can I, how can I treat some of the underlying conditions that I have in a more natural way, right? I mean, these are, these are products that are, are life-changing for mm -hmm. many people. I mean, I've met some how of How many people. people have you heard say? Cannabis uh, has changed Absolutely. My life. I mean, from those folks who are, who are fighting cancer uh, to those folks that have PTSD that are veterans. Mm -hmm. um, That's criminal, by the way, that the veterans have an answer to help out their fellow man mm -hmm. and they can't get it at the VA. It, oh, it, it's, it, it's criminal. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it is criminal and, and, and we should be doing more for that. I, commend, I mean, a lot of dispensaries are, are providing additional discounts to veterans and mm -hmm. so I, I applaud them for that. But more needs to be done with benefits and insurance, and we just have a long way to go, right? I mean, for folks that actually acknowledge what this, the power of this, of this plant, uh, and that's why it's so, you know, when you look at alcohol and, and prescription drugs and whatnot, how much, how much damage it's caused us as a society, and right. how cautious we still remain over something that has so much potential to benefit so many people's lives in so many different ways, and a lot of the public dollars, unfortunately, have been used. Well, fortunately, but also at the expense, I think, of investing dollars elsewhere is, yes, uh, don't use cannabis if you're under the age of 21 and hear the impact on your brain. And right. all of that is good, and we should continue to invest in those mm -hmm. ad campaigns. But yep. how, again, do we target um, those folks in our community that would most benefit from the use of uh, medical marijuana? Right. And, and again, I've been a card carrier for three years, and I thrown myself into the industry for a number of reasons, but one is just to find out what's the right strain. Now that it's regulated, what's this one going to do <clears throat> versus this one? And the different, you know, the indicas and the sativas mm. and, the, and the funny names that all the flowers have and all this. Um, uh, and it's helped. It definitely has helped me 
manage my chronic pain. Mm. It does not get rid of your pain. It mm -hmm. helps you manage it, mm -hmm. which is so important. Anyone who suffers from chronic pain should certainly look into this. What do you see your role being in the industry down the road? I mean, you're obviously doing a wonderful thing in your hometown, mm -hmm. leading the way uh, to accepting it, using it the right way as far as opening the doors of empty space and revitalizing your town. What do you think your role <clears throat> could be in this? Yeah, I don't think my role in cannabis is limited to what's happening here in Holyoke. And that's why during 2016, I traveled around the state. I met with editorial boards of newspapers to convince them to endorse the legalization, to educate uh, their readership as to why this was important mm -hmm. on, on many different levels. Mm -hmm. uh, it's why I was in Boston and I lobbied folks and, and talked to voters outside of Holyoke, not just in Holyoke, as to why I support this. And um, now, you know, I was on a, a panel a few weeks ago in Boston with the Mass Municipal Association talking about our host community agreement, which, by the way, is, is very fair. It's standard, um, very simple to execute. We're not extorting companies. Three percent yeah. max. Yep. Right. And yep. Um, looking at getting rid of that if it's uh, different types of uh, research. Mm -hmm. We want to make it as accessible as possible. And it, we're not treating others differently based on. Uh, different things. I mean, you said that the industry is investing in lobbyists in D.C. You have industry investing lobbyists just to talk to mayors and counselors. And mm. it, what a waste of money, right? Right. Um, <laughs> make an appointment, come in, we'll talk about your business, and we'll make it happen if, if you want to be here. Right. Um, and companies come in and they say, it's so refreshing. I don't have to you know, pay a lobbyist to get a meeting with the mayor or with a counselor or you actually want us to be here. And it's, it, it's not, it doesn't have to be a battle, right? Right. Um, and so now, you know, so on that panel, for example, it, this is how we're regulating it in Holyoke. This is why I've embraced it. These are the benefits. These are some of the challenges and how we've addressed them. And so I've done that here in Massachusetts. I've also been invited elsewhere in those states that are considering uh, legalizing. And a lot of the governmental officials, mayors in particular, are concerned about the local impact. Mm -hmm. And if I, as a mayor here in Massachusetts that is now um, has legal cannabis, can assuage some of those fears or concerns, talk about the way it's been rolled out, um, how to see it as an economic and workforce development opportunity. You know, I think I can potentially be useful in paving the way for legalization in other places, not just here in Massachusetts. Oh, that's great. Let's talk about the liberal arts colleges that are struggling. Um, you mentioned you have a community college mm -hmm. that is embracing it a little bit and mm -hmm. starting to train people. And there are so many different aspects of this industry. There's the economy, obvious. There's botany. There's the legal side of things. Uh, there's so many different elements that lend itself to education. Mm. Do you think some of these struggling liberal arts schools, there's some in the backyard here, not in Mount Holyoke, but another one out here in, in Western Mass, Hampshire, Hampshire College, College yeah. is starting to you know, struggle. Look, look at its future, yeah. And I'm like, why wouldn't they embrace this? I mean, it, it's sitting right in front of them. Mm -hmm. and. You would think that if you have a four-year university that has a cannabis educational program, they're going to get some publicity and they're going to get Absolutely. plenty of applicants. Absolutely. Do you yeah. see it as a, that this is a tool that can have, perhaps save some of these schools? And what happened at Mount Ida is horrible. Too. Yeah, no, I agree. And it is because I don't think you, you see a four-year college in the nation right now focusing on a state-of-the-art program for the cannabis industry. So particularly those colleges that, are, that aren't funded by the... Uh, the government, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, not public universities or colleges, but private colleges that have their own private endowments can really be innovative here with this industry. Um, again, it, it's going to take some time. We now have a community college that's developing a program in a legal way, which I think is going to be um, 
first of its kind in many ways. And because we, you know, we're, we're, we're setting a, an ambitious goal. We want our companies here in the city that at least 25% of their employees live here in Holyoke with the hope that they'd hire more. But with that, uh, condition, we want to be able to say, hey, not only do we want you to do 25%, but here's a whole pool of Holyoke residents that have gone through our training program at Holyoke Community College that are ready for you to hire. Um, It's a win-win. I mean, we have about 1,200 what we consider chronically um, unemployed folks in in the downtown, the center city um, of Holyoke, and we need to make sure that those folks in particular are trained to get the openings uh, that we have in this industry. We don't want folks from the outskirts of town or even out of town to come in and fill all of those positions. So uh, we feel incumbent upon us to make sure that residents have access to that uh, industry. So, you know, for colleges like Hampshire, other universities, uh, they should certainly be looking into into workforce. I mean, liberal arts colleges uh, oftentimes pride themselves on, you know, maybe not so much focusing on a technical, like this is going to be your job. Um, Hampshire's also been known to be very out of the box and creative mm-hmm. and innovative. No grades, and, right? No grades. Although we didn't, I mean, we had grades at Brown, but it was yes, you did have grades a little different, and at Tufts too, I might add. Yeah. Um, By the way, (laughs) how many resumes do you look at of college students who graduate? And they put their GPAs on their resumes. Does Mm. that really make that much of a difference when it comes to hiring the right person? I don't even look at the GPA. Thank you very much. Well, it's funny at Brown we didn't do GPAs really, and you didn't do class rank, and so that's interesting. It was very collaborative. Everybody worked together. Let's teach these people things and skills (laughs) that they can use in the real world. I listened to my pseudo stepdaughter talk about the fact that she um, isn't getting the kind of education she wants from her college she's graduating from. And she goes, I don't even know how to write, uh, balance my checkbook mm. or know what it, you know, I always look online and do yeah. it that way. But it's, um, there's a frustration about our education system too. Yeah. And those are basic things. I mean, I have a, a, the mayor's industrial development advisory committee. I meet with our manufacturers in town and that's, that's, <clears throat> that's the biggest complaint, workforce development. How are we, are we teaching young people the basic life skills they need to to just get jobs. I mean, how to, to get a mortgage, anything. I mean, right? financial literacy, I mean, right. civics engagement. I mean, those are basic things. I know the, the state has made some progress as of late on financial literacy, on a civics education bill. Those are the type of things that we really need to focus on our young people and national, nationally, just changing the conversation around vocational and technical education. And the cannabis industry can certainly uh, be put in that, uh, in that category. Well, Mr. Mayor, you have been awesome. Uh, you have lived up to your reputation. It's one of the reasons why I took the drive out here. Oh, well, I appreciate that. To Anytime. meet you because yeah. I'd heard so many good things about you. And I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day uh, to sit down and, and chit-chat a little bit. And we'll, we'll, we'll wave the flag on the other side of the state for you. Yeah, I please do. And, and again, I appreciate you uh, providing a platform uh, for this topic in particular. I think it's uh, really the issue of our time and we need to make it as important and known as we can. So thank you. Terrific. Well, that was Mr. and the mayor, Alex Morse of Holyoke, Massachusetts. And I just want to again, thank him for that. I also want to remind you that this podcast is available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Audio Boom, the CLNSmedia.com network, and the video recording of it is on theweedtube.com. Uh, you should check out the CannabisMultimediaNetwork.com website. It's something I'm very proud of. I put this thing together over the last few weeks. I've got some of the biggest names in uh, cannabis involved with it, including Sensi Magazine, including Greenflower, Weed Maps, Leafly, and the MJ Headline News. As you probably know, I too am pro-cannabis, and I support the cause, and I think the more you learn about what's going on, 
the more you will embrace this. And if you haven't tried it for the first time, get educated, walk into a recreational facility, ask your questions, they will have the answers for you. So with that in mind, again, we are supported by the Revolutionary Clinics in Cambridge and in Somerville, two locations where you can find some of the most educated patient advocates in the area. They always hold open educational nights, and I urge you to get involved with that. So for Mayor Alex Morse, our Technical Director Steve Helmuth, our Executive Producer Joyce Gerber, I'm Jimmy Young. We'll see you next time on In the Weeds with Jimmy Young. In the Weeds is a podcast produced at the studios of Little Park Media in Wellesley, Massachusetts for the listening enjoyment of our audience. None of the opinions or advice on this program should be considered medical advice or a substitute for seeing a certified medical marijuana practitioner or your local physician. All opinions and thoughts on this show do not necessarily represent the management of CLNS Media Group or Little Park Media.